Hello and welcome to another episode of Dr. Fix Me. I am, as always, Dr. Elias Fix Me. And uh, for those of you who, if this is your first time listening to the show, just to give you an idea of who I am and, and uh, why I have a show, um, I have a doctorate in radio and television broadcasting with an emphasis in tabloid talk shows because I've always wanted to be like my heroes, to emulate my heroes such as Jerry Springer, Maury Povich, Sally Jesse Raphael, and, and Ricky Lake. Because what, what did they do but help other people? every day on their talk shows. And as much as I would love to have a talk show, I'm, I'm reduced to using a podcast. And although I'm a little unfamiliar with this technology, I've, my uh, producers have hooked me up with a Zoom, which is a video conferencing technology. It's, I find it very exciting. And it's allowed me to interact with people uh, who have various issues. And so all I'm trying to do is help this world, one person, one issue at a time. And on today's episode, we've got a very interesting character, an interesting person, an interesting individual uh, named Gary who my producers say his, he has a whiskey stand and apparently uh, it, it has some problems. So uh, without any further ado, I'd like to introduce our first uh, guest uh, today. Please welcome to the show, Gary. Hi, Gary. Hi, Dr. Fix Me. Hi. Oh, you sound in a chipper mood. Well, yeah, business is, is great. Oh, good, good. So I understand you have a whiskey stand? Yeah, that's right. Um, I it, have a, it's just a wooden kind of table with a, with a sign, a couple of posts, and a wooden plank that says whiskey, $1. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. So I was going to ask if this is like a lemonade stand, but it sounds like it's exactly like a lemonade stand. Yeah, very Which, much so. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And is it just you operating this uh, whiskey stand? There's only space for me at this stand. Oh, it's I about see. the width of my body. Wow. Okay. And, uh, Oh, this sounds like fantastic. Uh, how long have you had this whiskey stand up? Uh, just, I started this afternoon. Yeah. Oh, today it was. This is, this is your grand opening. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. This is exciting, Gary. I, well, I appreciate you taking the time to reach into the show, but uh, I'm sure that there must be a reason you've called other than to, I guess, market your show. Uh, what issues are you facing with this brand new business? Yeah. You know, the line has gotten really long and... Oh. I just don't know how to handle the demand. You know, people are, are kind of getting annoyed, and as the line continues on, I oh, see I see that. I see that you, you've got a, a line of people around. Oh, I see. You're like on the corner of a block, and people are rounding the corner. Uh, they yeah, I think they call it a thoroughfare here. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, hopefully, I, I can't tell. Are they practicing social distancing? Are they? How far apart are, are these people? No, no, I don't know. These people are They're kind of blurry for me. with prospecting, and that's it. Prospecting your whiskey? No, they're they're prospectors mostly. Um, oh, gold, basically their trade. Oh, okay. So, uh, are are you saying that these prospectors they're looking for gold? Are they? What do they have to do with your stand? Are they in line for whiskey? Well, they're the patrons. Yeah. They're, oh, they're, I see. So while they're looking for gold, where you are, they they they're taking a break to to purchase some whiskey from you. Yep. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure I, 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 I understood here because this is a, a unique situation. I've never seen so many gold prospectors in all my life. I mean, look, and now that I see it, now that the image is coming into focus, they're all holding pickaxes. Uh, that's right, yeah. You must be from out east. Well, I'm in the Midwest, uh, uh, the suburbs of Chicago. Uh, I won't say where, just in case my fans get a little too fanatical, but I'm, I'm curious. Oh, yeah. uh, Let me tell you about fanatical out here. These Cornish guys... Oh man, you should hear the the tongues they speak in when they when they hit a find. 
Oh, okay. Uh, so they must, I'm, I'll imagine it's a hard work finding gold. So when they do find it, they probably scream a, a jubilee or something. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what you want to call it. I mean, it sounds like a, a chicken getting murdered. Oh, that so, doesn't yeah. sound pleasant at all. No, no. So they're Wild so happy and so elated that it sounds frightful. Yeah, yeah. You know, wow. the only thing that really kind of keeps people calm and sedated out here is the, the liquor. So I feel like I'm doing a service. Oh, okay. Yeah, tell me about that. What what inspired you to bring out a whiskey stand? Why why a whiskey stand and why not? Well, you know, I was drinking in the thoroughfare and the mud was so thick. So I just stopped right where I was and I just sat in the mud and I was getting wasted. I pissed myself, saw some wood from some guys who had a, a timber lease, right? And so I grabbed the wood off their wagon and uh, I used it to sort of buoy myself in the mud and kind of lay down and, and go to sleep. And I woke up and there was a, a hoople head trying to, take, trying to take my whiskey. And so I told him, hey, just fuck off. It's a dollar if you want, if you want a, a swig, right? And he paid me a dollar. And I thought, well, I can make some money doing this. Now you mentioned the, this guy was a hoople head. I've never heard that term. What, what is a hoople head? Uh, it's a term for like a, an imbecile. Oh, I see. So this fool, so this person was trying to steal your whiskey and you said, Hey, $1. And he was willing to pay $1 for a swig of whiskey. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're fucking moron. Right? Wow. <laughs> and, uh, wow. Okay. So, uh, how much whiskey have you gone through at this point? Oh, I, I've gone through a whole keg. A whole keg of, a keg of whiskey? I didn't know it came <laughs> in kegs. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and may I ask, uh, what brand of uh, whiskey are you uh, schlepping here? Uh, something with a bird or an old man on it. I can't remember. Okay, a bird or an old man. I see. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I mean, it must be good enough for people to, to pay a dollar for a shot or a swig, I guess. Is that the amount that you're offering? Is it a, a, a shot of whiskey for a dollar? That's right. Yeah. Wow. And, okay. Uh, I've got I've got other deals. I got you know volume deals. So well, this sounds exciting. I'm not sure. I don't understand the what the real problem is. It sounds like you're you're popular and you're able to make a profit off of this. It sounds like it's going well for you. I don't see where the I guess the the difficulty comes in hand. I am the only game in town, so you can imagine people getting restless, standing in line, right, waiting for their whiskey and and. Oh, kind of I see. A little bit of a lawless country out here, you know what I mean? So, oh, okay. Yeah, I definitely see the a line of people. They're they're tense. They're waiting on you. They're waiting for you to serve them. I see them getting angrier by the minute. Yeah, angry. Yeah, that guy just uh, popped that that one guy in the face. Look at that. Oh, that's what Cornish that was. One of these Cornish guys. Wow, those prospectors can really throw down. Okay. Uh, wow. Okay. So I I understand. So what what do you think we should do? I mean, how do you, what, I guess what what do you think? I, I'm at a loss here as as a as a, a doctor. I'm I'm only uh, I'm I'm here to advise. I'm here to I guess console. But I'm not sure. You came to me because you you're, you're worried that you're too popular. Yeah, I don't I don't know how I can expand just being one person. And my only idea is that I started like a kissing booth on the side, and I had two lines. Why would a kissing booth? You, you think there's a demand for kissing booths where you are? <laughs> well, I mean. I have a booth and I've got a mouth, so I don't well, really know what more of these prospectors would need. Well, you could just ask them. You could probably why not just have it at the same booth and just ask them to form two lines: one line for whiskey and another line the other yeah. way for kissing. Yes, 
Yes, it yeah. sounds like you've actually run a kissing booth before. Yeah, uh, no, no, I, I have not. I've only seen them in in movies, you know, like, uh, Revenge of the Nerds and the like. But I, uh, you know what? I think I think what may help you, Gary, is if we bring someone in who is uh, familiar with your situation, because I'm I'm over, I'm over here in the suburbs of Chicago, and you're over in well, where are you? I'm in South Dakota. South Dakota. You're at the, furrow, the thoroughfare at South, in South Dakota. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to bring on the line. My producers have me in contact with someone who's uh, very close to you. Uh, I think in proximity. I'm not sure. But it seems like they may be able to shine some light on the situation and give us a better perspective of, of what uh, issues you're dealing with. So if you'll give me just a moment, I'd like to introduce. Oh, it looks like we have uh, Gary's brother, Harry. Hi, Harry. You're on with Dr. Fix Me. Oh, I think we got a mute a mute issue. I think you're muted. Oh, hello? there we go. Hello? Yeah, hello, hello, Harry. How you doing? Hey, hey, good. Thanks for having me on. Hey, Gary, you there, bud? You there, pal? Oh, hey, hey, bro. Hey, listen. The family's been talking. We really miss you. Everyone misses you. You're off doing your big entrepreneurial thing, but we all, we all, we all just want to see your face again. We miss you at Christmas time. Thanksgiving isn't the same. Yeah, well, I just I couldn't stand the coastal elite lifestyle anymore. Okay, I wanted to. to go out on my own and really make something myself coastal elite uh harry uh where are you located uh northern new york oh okay no, no northern new york uh, the, uh you upstate. mean do you mean upstate upstate <laughs> no no <laughs> i north we're above oh, upstate oh above upstate that's even more north okay upstate's wow. south to us oh wow okay that's how north you are all right you're a northern New York. So that's Correct. pretty much like the border of Canada, right? Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. I see. And that, okay. Wow. And you say you miss Gary. How long has Gary been away from the family? It's not just me. It's the entire family that misses Gary, especially oh. mom. We haven't seen Gary for three Christmases now. Uh, you see, our family is very involved in railroads, but Gary couldn't handle, as he put it, the, his, his, the status that he was born into. He wanted to make it on his own. But from our perspective, all he's doing is wasting his days getting drunk on his own supply and throwing away his business, his successful business, which is crashing into the ground because he can't find people that can stand to be around him longer because his behavior is just so toxic. Gary, listen, we miss you. Your wife misses you. She's still here. She's waiting for you to come back. She'll take you back, Gary. Oh, wow. Gary, I didn't know you had a wife that you left behind. The kids miss you. Your, yeah, your children yeah. miss you. A whole Tommy, Alex, Alexa, and Siri. All of them miss you. Tommy, Alex, Alexa, and Siri. You have four kids, Gary, and a wife that you left behind? That's, yeah, that, that's right. It, I'm not going to say it was easy. You know, it wasn't easy. I still think about them, okay? We think about you, Gary. We think about how much we miss you and your funny personality. We think about how you used to light up a room when you'd walk into it. You were so quick to a joke. Now every single... Thanksgiving is just I all of us cheering on nuts, having nothing to talk about because you're not there. You're the only thing we talk about here. I, I, let me let me ask Gary a quick question. Gary, I, I see that things you, you're you're fully occupied. You're serving patrons' drinks. Business is going well, but I gotta ask, why did you leave your family? Because uh, uh, it, it got too big. There are too many of them. Your your family got too big. <laughs> there were too many. Too many personalities to manage, you know, always coming to me with problems or needing money or something. Okay. Just, well, well, what were you expecting? Were, were, proud, were you, you know? 
sometimes you know dreams can you can get carried away with dreams that's that can happen what were you expecting what, what was your ideal family situation uh, you know i thought like they would just sort of forage on their own you know grazing and i wouldn't have to to, to deal with them every day i'm sorry gary is there is there a cat also in line to get whiskey i think i see a cat uh, uh amongst the prospectors or at least i hear one yeah yeah the, it's the the cornish they they're they're heathens right they use they use domestic pets for uh you know religious stuff i don't know religious stuff when you say cornish i've never heard that term that's another one i've uh, new to me what, what is cornish what is that it really sounds like you are one of these coastal elites dr fix me because i've never heard the word that makes me elite i think that makes me ignorant i'm just asking for some enlightenment you know, if here you were regional if you were midwestern you know you'd probably be hip to a lot of these terms like hoople head and <laughs> Okay, I don't. I don't need Harry and Gary to both gang up on me. I saw. I could hear a mocking laugh from a mile away, from from miles away. You're all the way up in North New York, <laughs> North New York, above upstate. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Harry, uh, how long have you been trying to get in contact with Gary? I mean, how long have you been? Uh, how long has Gary been gone? Since he left three Christmases ago. That's right. Three forget Christmases. it. It was snowing, and he had his bags packed. And I was the only one he told that he was going to leave that morning. He told you and in secret that he was leaving? He said he wanted to hang out for the weekend so he could get away from the family. And it wasn't until I caught him at 4.30 with bags packed, turning the coffee maker on for a cup of joe before he left. You know, maybe if you just gave me some breathing room, okay? All right. If I gave you some breathing room? It three seems years? like you three years is not a long time. That's not a lot of time how what how much time do you need gary before you feel like you've had enough time to breathe know. you know i want to be able to build a, a new life here i feel like you have built a new life you have a, a whiskey stand in the middle of a thoroughfare in in south dakota you've got it sounds like okay this is i i feel like you're 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 uh, you're, you're denying you the responsibility that you have built up over the years that you you've got four kids that you need to feed. You've got a wife that uh, misses you and you, you, I, I dare say you've abandoned your family. Well, man can only take so much. There's a lot more than that. He's got four kids to feed and he's got uh, eight aunts on the mom's side and six uh, uncles on the dad's side and uh, four grandparents Sure, two pairs of grandparents that have been divorced and that have been remarried. So he actually has uh, six grandparents. Uh, okay, as that's well a as... lot of math. And and so, are you saying that, that Gary was responsible for taking care of his grandparents and, and and their various marriages, as well as his aunts and uncles? No, he's oh. just everyone's favorite. Oh, oh, I see. Well, now that let me ask you this, Harry. Now that Gary's gone, where does that leave you with the family? Have they like re? Uh, have they like? now made you the favorite so to speak or like how, how have they treated you any differently now that gary's gone the vacuum of space that the hole that gary left when he when he left has yet to be filled uh, the family has been trying with many a board game to fill space and time but we're always just reminded of how good of a team player gary was listen gary none of us want you to move back here we get it you want to be your own person all we're saying is if you could please find time to see your family throughout the year. Christmas, just a Thanksgiving, 
just the holidays those were the only real important ones now it's like you don't want anything to do with this that's not a bad suggestion gary have you considered just visiting your family perhaps on the holidays yeah I, you know what yeah i can do that i mean you know a big holiday around here is cornish uh game giving so i can come I Cornish game giving. Uh, what 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 uh, day of the year is that? Cornish game giving. It's February. It's the whole month of February. <laughs> the yeah. whole month of it's February. A pagan, it, it's a pagan thing. It's an old family. Oh, you're a pagan family. Thing. Okay. It's really no, I, I, so I can like, I can find time. So you know? Cornish game giving day is all of February. What? Yeah. What I just want to be clear. I've, I've never heard these terms. This is new to me. I just want to make sure I understand where you're coming from. Because the more I understand about you, Gary, the, the better I can help you. And you know what? I feel the like we hear out of your mouth, Dr. Fix Me, the more I think you're old money. Old money? No. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm running my show out of a podcast. What makes you think that I have money? Never heard of Cornish Games Giving Day month. <laughs> okay. I, I, all right. Well, I, I think we've reached a bit of an impasse here. And I, uh, Harry, I want you to, uh, I, I really appreciate per, your perspective, but I got, we must take a pause at this point of the show. We need to bring on our sponsor. As you may know, this is showbiz after all. And the business part of this show is uh, bringing on live sponsors who offer uh, special offers for our uh, listeners and uh, potential viewers. Uh, so uh, without any further ado, I'd like to bring on a representative from Litter and Food Company. Uh, you're on with Dr. Fix Me. Litter and food, litter and food. If you're in the mood for some litter and food, come right on down to litter and food. We'll give you some food and some litter too. Just come on right down to litter and food. Hi, what's up? I'm Tony Gazanga, and I'm here. I'm a representative for Litter and Food Co. We have all your kitty cat needs. We got litter and we got food. That's all you're going to need. So come on right on down to Litter and Food Co. Where you can get, if you're in the mood, you can get some litter and food. <laughs> wow, that's some fantastic. I love that jingle, Tony Gazanga. So mm -hmm. you you offer litter and food. Now, is this, uh, strictly, is this strictly for uh, pets? No. Oh. It's just litter and food. Okay, but I, I mean, imagine I'm mostly I mostly know of pets that use litter, but yeah. I'm not going to rule out someone. But I mean, like if you were to sell litter, you would I of course just sell it to cats, right? I mean, who have you sold litter to anything or anyone else? I don't know. I don't. It's not like it's you know, doctors. It's not like I have a survey at the end of the checkout saying, "Hey, are you using this kitty litter for you?" for a cat so it I'm is kitty doing. litter okay kitty litter okay well okay uh, and the food though is it uh all prepackaged and with animals on the package is it is listen it... doctor it's not like i'm doing some sort of survey at the end of checkout saying hey okay. is this food for you yeah <laughs> now well, it's fancy feast but if someone wants okay. to eat it themselves then that's fine so that makes sense. Okay, so this is indeed pet food. Just want to make shit clear to the listener. I don't want them to have any uh, misunderstandings if they place an order with you that this food is for pets and pets only. Mm -hmm. Although, but if you want to eat it, go ahead. And if you want to use it, go ahead. That's well, I'm glad I'm that, Tony, you're, you're judgment-free. As I appreciate we that. say, if you're in the mood, come on down to litter and food. 
right. To go down to Litter and Food, where they offer Litter and Food. Uh, now, Tony, do you have any uh, special offers for Dr. Fix Me listeners? Any uh, special deals available? Yeah. So when you actually go to my website, Litter and Food, a pop-up will come up, and it'll say, hey. It'll just say, hey, what, hey <laughs> what's on your mind? <laughs> and then you have to write in that space. It's like, I'm in the mood for some litter and food. And if you write that statement in there, uh, then you get 10% off. Okay. so if, Any if, litter and food you want. I see. So as long as listeners uh, or really anyone goes to your website and types in, I'm in the mood for litter and food, they will get 10% off their purchase. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, thank you very much, uh, uh, Tony. Now, we, we heard uh, uh, cats uh, in line at the, at the whiskey stand. Gary, do you think that you might uh, profit off of uh, selling some litter and food to uh, the pets of your prospectors? Uh, I don't know. I don't think the prospectors have pets. I think these are independent cats that, oh. uh, that come to town for Cornish Games giving. Actually... Oh. That's a little early for that. I mean, I mean, it's 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 April. I guess maybe, or maybe it's late for that. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be seasonal for for Cornish game giving if it's in February. You mentioned something I'm about be here for the pussy. Okay, Gary. I think all right. I think I see where you're going here, and I don't approve. Well, you know what? I I think uh, I'm at I'm at a, a juncture here. I'm, I I gotta must admit that I although I'm a doctor, it's only in radio and television broadcasting with an emphasis in tablet talk shows, and that <laughs> I, I I'm I must confess I'm not fully uh, precisely um, specifically equipped to deal with your needs, Gary. But I think I may have someone who can help. Uh, this is an expert uh, that has been listening the entire time, Gary and Harry. I'll let you know that they, they have been listening, which only enables, enables them to give more specific advice. So without any further ado, I'd like to welcome Mr. Roger T. Mathers to the show. Welcome. Hi, Dr. Fix Me. Thank you for having me here today. Um, I'd just like to say it's a great honor. And uh, boy, do we have a pickle here. My God, I tell you. Yeah. I think I see what's going on here, and I have to say the options really aren't looking too great for me right now. Oh, well, before um, we get to your advice, uh, uh, Mr. Mathers, uh, I got to ask, what is your uh, expertise? Ah, yes. Well, you see there, Dr. Fix Me, I have a bachelor's in freedom with a concentration of cowboys in the Wild West okay. uh, from Wesleyan University. Um, <laughs> and so I've been traveling around with my philanthropy. Uh, trying to make sure that people really understand what freedom means. And I see Gary's case all the time. Just men who are tied down by their work, their four kids, their mumbo jumbo eight plants or something over there up in North New York. And uh, we just have a real cowboy syndrome here. And oh, that's what's cowboy happening syndrome. With, yeah, Gary just wants to be free. And I oh. tell you what, Gary, if you let if you keep selling whiskey and uh giving kisses out in a booth that booth will tie you down you will not be able to escape from that booth in south dakota and um basically you're just gonna have kids but there's gonna be booth and we know you don't want that gary because deep down you're a cowboy in your heart wow so you're suggesting mr mathers that that uh, gary has left his family only to be tied down by another type of family which is his business yep Oh, Some wow. us call it capitalism. <laughs> I call it good Lord's work and just survival. I'd recommend Gary 
to go on up, find the closest horse he can, saddle him up, and take the long journey down to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Gary, what do you think about that? There. Being leaving, uh, living the life of a nomad and, and, and a, a wanderer, never uh, ever securing yourself in one place, but constantly, uh, uh, you know, traveling. How does that sound? Yeah, I do see uh, we have a lot of cowboys that do come to the booth um, and they have a lot of blood on their hands. And yeah, I could totally. Do you mean literal blood? Yeah, they, they, they obviously. It's true. Oh it's my. True. Cowboys are actually apex predators and are very keen <laughs> to hunting prospectors. So, uh, cowboys hunt prospectors? They do. They oh. do. Out there in Santa Fe, they do. So, oh, goodness. Gary, I mean, is that something you, you want to do? Do you, you see yourself hunting prospectors or hunting other people? I see that you've been able to draw prospectors to your to your stand there. I mean, it was... I wouldn't mind cracking a Cornish across his very little schnoz. Okay. All right. I can... Wow, I don't condone violence, uh, but I, I, I understand the need to fulfill one's, I, I guess, uh, you know, uh, spiritual fulfillment. Uh, I mean, but I do not condone abandoning one's family, uh, uh, no matter how big they seem to get. But uh, Gary, if, if that's your life, if that's what you need to do to feel fulfilled, then I guess say, I, I gotta say, follow your bliss. You hear this cat right now? I hear another cat. Is that, uh, is that the same cat? Are they back for more whiskey? You may have a cat attic on your hands. I that am... cat might actually just be in the mood for some food. <laughs> Bring them all down to litter and food. Get, them some, get that cat some food, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to kiss it, and um, it doesn't seem to like it. Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to... Gary, maybe you should consider taking that cat with you on, while you pursue a new venture in Santa Fe. Yeah, yeah, I can. You ever thought about bringing along a companion? Like a familiar, yeah. A familiar? <laughs> Isn't it like what, like when vampires have like a human that's like does their bidding, that's a familiar? Are you going to have like a cat to do your bidding? Is that what you're mm -hmm. trying to say? Yeah. yeah. What kind of a bidding would cat do for you? You just said cats, were the cats that were there were independent. This sounds like an independent cat. What bidding of yours do you think it would do? Getting pussy. Okay, Gary. I think I see where you're going here, and I don't approve of it. All right. Well, I I, I got I I think we're we're about to run out of time, and I would just want to say, uh, Gary, I wish the best of luck to you on on the open range there, and I hope you find uh, maybe uh, pursuing a destiny as a cowboy maybe more fitting. Uh, Harry, you have shown shown so much light on this situation. You've provided so much perspective. Thank you for revealing the truth of of Gary's dire situation, uh, Harry. Thank you very much. You provided a great service. <laughs> no need to thank me, Harry. All right. Uh, so uh, I want to thank our, our sponsor, Litter and Food Company. You're uh, excellent. That jingle is, it's, it's an earworm. It's stuck in my head. I'm in the mood for some litter and food. Yeah, just top it, top that right on into our prompt. It'll just prompt you and ask you how you're feeling. Get that you sweet stop. 10%. I'm in the mood for some litter, litter and food. food. That's right. Get that 10% mm -hmm. off. And uh, Mr. Roger T. Mathers, you've been such a great help. Thank you very much for, uh, you. I think you were the most relevatory out of everyone. You were able to give us a solution to this and help Gary uh, pursue his destiny as a, as a lone cowboy on the range. Just doing my job, doctor. Fix me. Oh, thank Yeehaw. you very much. 
Oh, wow. I've never, I have yet to see an episode come to such a button. I feel like we've really helped you out, Gary. What do you think? Have we, have we helped you out today? Uh, yeah. I'm, uh... <laughs> you don't, you I'm don't sound too convinced. This cat well... is really freaking me out right now. Okay. Well, before the cat becomes too much to bear and you have to run away, I got to say, it's been a pleasure helping you. Thank you very much for utilizing my services. Uh, this has been Dr. Fix Me and uh, you have just been fixed. This has been Dr. Fix Me. Today's episode is performed by Carl Bly, Elias Martin, Byron Dow, and Lou Garcia. Dr. Fix Me theme song performed by Allison Miller. Enjoy the show? Let us know at drfixmeshow at gmail.com. And while you're at it, rate and review Dr. Fix Me on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your audio entertainment. Editing, production, direction, and Dr. Fix Me performed by yours truly, Michael Kim Lewis. Thank you for listening. If you're in the mood, you can get some litter and food.